Hi, everybody, and welcome to Humanity First, our uh, first podcast of the new year. So um, I thought it might be a good idea to have Jill Conlon, who has been on this radio show before, uh, to talk a little bit about the year in review, um, which has been a rather unusual one, again. Um, and somebody said to me the other day, let's not um, start uh, saying, well, I hope it's going to be a, a better year next year, because I think that didn't prove to be the case in 2021. Um, but we got a lot of things um, established and done this year, and a great deal of that was due to Jill's leadership um, in her division. And um, Jill, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's good to be here. So yeah, New Year, it always gives us a pause to think back on, on what's gone on. And um, you know, when we look back at 2021, it has been one of those years of false dawns in a way, uh, you know, when we think about it, because a lot of people were saying in 2020, oh, well, can't, can't wait for this year to be over. But really, we got lashings of what we had before, didn't we, in terms of, um, you know, Delta variants, de variants, the the, the year closed out with the Omicron uh, variant and um, still there's a great deal of uncertainty ahead of us. I guess I'd like to begin by saying, you know, that Bamsey employees have just been absolutely remarkable over the last couple of years in terms of the dedication that they've shown to the people that we serve. Um, and there isn't, I don't think, a better example of that uh, in the Commonwealth uh, than, than here at this organization. Uh, and you've seen it, you know, up and close firsthand, Jill. I remember, you know, there, were, there have been times when this, where I know you've just felt completely uh, exhausted at uh, working to try and fill shifts and dealing with issues of, um, of infections in, in houses um, and staff shortages. It, it's been a really tough year, but there's been some really good things uh, along the way. And I would just, I would say that sort of team spirit, you know, when you go out to the homes, it's, the staff really feel connected to one another and very much connected to the people that we serve. Um, so, you know, I guess I'd, I'd start by asking, um, you know, uh, how did 21 look to you in comparison to 20? Well, um, you know, I was looking back at, at some uh, notes. Um, we've been documenting our, our journey with the COVID <laughs> um, pandemic. And um, you know, January 11th, 2021 is when we started our vaccine clinics. And um, Barbara Gordon, is, as well as many, many other nurses, um, facilitated uh, many uh, uh, vaccine clinics. And so I think, you know, the, the fact that we started off 2021 um, with vaccine clinics really showed that we're taking a very kind of proactive approach to um, the, the pandemic. And, uh, you know, over a couple months ago, we made the decision to make the, the vaccine a mandate here at Bamsey, and I think that was certainly the right decision. Recording but in progress. Recording stopped. So, sorry, I, I just had a thought. Are we recording this? Okay, sorry, go on. Yes, yeah, I'm sorry. recording. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, so, you know, that I think that was probably the biggest difference from, um, you know, 2020 and 2021 is, you know, the vaccine was created and, and we have really encouraged that and, and held so many information sessions and encouraging people to become vaccinated and we've made it a mandate. So um, hopefully we're creating a, a safer work environment for our employees, as well as a safer home environment for the people that we support. Yeah, and I think in some ways that does reflect what happened in the country, didn't it, between 21 and 20, and probably the rest of the world, this idea that we didn't know what we were facing. You know, I remember when we were going into live-in situations in April, May of 2020, um, and then sort of being confronted by these new waves, these new variants, each time we seem to be a little bit better protected uh, and better prepared to manage what's in front of us. Um, and I think, again, that's a, uh, a testament to the forward thinking of folks to say, we've, we've, you know, if we have the opportunity to get people vaccinated, we will. Um, and I think the mandate has come along and it, it is controversial. There's no question about it. Um, and I think we have been very much willing to listen to people's hesitancy about that. But the decision we've made um, has really um, escalated the increasing percentage of people who are already vaccinated. And the CDC, um, is the Center for D Disease Control and Prevention, is really making this point that people are, who are vaccinated are less likely to end up in hospitals uh, using those resources. And also what came out this weekend, of course, was uh, the fact that, um, you know, those people who are vaccinated and asymptomatic are less likely to spread um, the, the new variant. So, yeah, I think there's been a gradual uh, education. Um, we've stuck to our guns in, in terms of uh, thinking about public health, um, you know, and we're not it's not always the most popular thing to do, but I think it's the right thing to do when you look at the, the number of people who are vaccinated on our staff now, which is 80-something uh, percent of, the, of our staff, which is, which is a great uh, move. And we'll, we'll continue to um, offer that kind of support as we go forward, um, you know, in, in terms of making sure that people have every opportunity to get vaccinated, I think. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so the, the, there was COVID um, front and center of all of the things that we we did. Um, but, you know, other things happened along the way in terms of successes. Um, and one of them, I think, um, that we're still looking at is is really making adjustment uh, adjustments in pay for those folks who um, were the, the nursing staff and the uh, our very dedicated direct uh, direct care staff. Um, how was that received in the in in the field? Yes. Um, so it was about a year ago when we um, started making these changes, and we decided to um, do rate increases in three different phases. Um, and in about this time last year. Uh, we entered into a new union agreement, and with that, we decided to increase people's base rate of pay, um, which was received very well. And then um, later on in the spring, we uh, we added um, uh, differentials to people's pay 
based on people's certifications and licenses and after completing orientation. Um, and again, that was in response to what people had asked for. Um, and that was received very well. And the, the third phase was longevity. Um, and we were gonna give a moderate increase um, and it was scheduled for November uh, of, of 2021. Um, however, we were again looking and we've always looked at the analysis between what we pay and what others pay and how to, what we have to do be more competitive and attract talent as well as retain the talent we have. And we decided to um, increase people's base rate of pay more substantially. And this was in lieu of um, doing the longevity this year. And as a result, most of our employees received about a 20% increase in pay, um, which was a, a great thing um, for our workforce. Um, and I think as a result, we were able to retain a lot of our, our good talent. Um, and we are definitely um, very competitive with our salaries. Um, and I, it, that's something that hopefully will continue to um, attract new employees to BAMSI. You certainly seem to be getting a lot of people um, applying for jobs. I think it's, uh, I think that's um, not true entirely across the board. I think nursing wise, we still have some um, way to go. Uh, well, we have some way to go all across the board. I think one thing that has been consistent with 2020 and 21 is the staffing crisis. I was coming into work the other day and they were talking about the National Guard coming out to work in the hospitals. And, um, and it really is a, I would say even a worldwide uh, issue, this, this issue of people being uh, reluctant to come back to the workforce. Um, and the fact that we're not just competing with other human service agencies now, but we're competing with you know, your Amazons and your Walmarts and, and those places. Um, and so we've really thought hard and long about how we can distinguish ourselves as an, as an agency. Um, and I know that it's that sense of belonging that I hear about from staff, that, that, that sense of camaraderie with the people that they work alongside, that trust that they have for those people. Uh, but ultimately it's the building of the relationships with that person served. Uh, I was down in Carver talking to one of the nurse managers and she'd come from working in a nursing home. Um, and she said, I cannot tell you the difference in the quality of my work life now that I'm at a home with five people who I know really, really well. Um, and I watch them, um, you know, thrive and, and, and do well and, and reach their potential. And uh, it's difficult to put a price on that, I would have thought. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's definitely... Um a big shift, whether it, you're a residential counselor or a, you know, um, a, a LPN working in our home environments versus another, um, whether it's a nursing facility or a hospital environment, you, you do get to develop real relationships with um, both your colleagues as well as persons served. And you, you get to see what they, they like and, and their hobbies and, um, you get to know them as a, a whole person, which is you know, such a wonderful, wonderful thing. And, and it's really, a, it adds to job satisfaction and enjoyment. Yeah. 
you know, and I think the other thing about about Bamsey is, you know, there are a lot of programs here, and there's a lot of opportunities for for folks. And I think the thing that does distinguish us um, significantly from other places is that, you know, we're not looking for a person just to fill a shift on a on a Thursday night. We're trying to talk about the relationship that the that a, a person has with Bamsey through a career. Uh, and, and those opportunities. And, you know, I think we have beefed up some of those benefits as well for folks who are interested in going forward and learning and, and you know, sort of um, taking their career to the next level. And I know that you've been a big part of the retention work group that, that we have. And talk a little bit about some of the things that we've been able to sort of carve out for folks that are, that, that hopefully make Bamsey have a bit of... Um, pizzazz if you like uh you know or, or distinguishes us from other people yeah um so i mean as i think it's about being creative as well as really listening to our employees um so you know for for nurses we have recently launched the baylor program which i think um is a creative way to attract talent for really hard to fill shifts um we also are creating, you know, pick your own schedules for residential counselors. And we recognize that many people have um, very, a lot of competing priorities in their lives, whether it's, you know, taking care of loved ones or uh, school. Um, and so it's, it requires us to be a little more flexible um, for our work. Um, but as far as, you know, other um benefits, you know, we really want to invest in our workforce. And we have so many talented people who want to make Bamsey a career. And so whether it's, um, we have quite a few new people in the new and emerging leaders program where we invest in our uh, employees who are either first, uh, this is their first um, supervisory role, or people who have been identified as having um, the the talent as well as the their personal aspirations of, of being a leader in the future and investing them now and so they can develop those skill sets ahead of their time. Uh, we also have the partnerships with um, Southern New Hampshire University and UMass Lowell so we can offer um, classes for our workforce so that they can continue their education and they can continue to grow at Bamsey. So I think a lot of those initiatives are really, um, again, responding to what our employees have asked for, um, really showing that we want to um, be an employer of choice and invest in our workforce. That's right. And make sure that people know more about the organization, I think. You know, I think I think it does. If you look at the retention studies, if people are more aware of what their organization does, you know, somebody who's in our, one of our residential program knows that we have a, a elders program, um, you know, that uh, delivers um, food packages every month. It, it gets them more interested in what's going on in the sort of lifeblood of the organization. And I think... Um, I think folks have done a really good job of sort of making it clear that Bamsey is a bigger family than the family at Turnpike or, or wherever that might be. And, you know, um, I think that's a, a real growth area for us going forward. I think, you know, one of the one of the things that's really been difficult for us is, is the uh, Dayhab programs over the past couple of years and the um, 
the ability to keep those programs going. And do you see us sort of, uh, do, do we see any light in terms of being able to get back to full capacity for our day hub programs? Well, again, I think it's, um, you know, there, there there's uh, threats, there's also opportunities. Um, currently, the, the biggest challenge uh, is transportation and figuring out a, a way for individuals to return um, to day programs. There's an eagerness for people to return. Of course, not everyone, but a lot of people are um, looking to return either part-time or full-time. Um, and they're, they're on the wait list because of transportation. And so we're, again, there, there's a, a challenge there. I think there can be an opportunity for us to be a little more creative and see is there a way that we can be that solution and help people um, be able to get from their homes to the day program so they can have meaningful days. And in the interim, I think we will continue to explore um, offering programs remotely through Zoom, as well as, um, in some cases, providing in-home day programming. Yeah, I mean, I do think that, that 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 explanation is absolutely spot on. And it's it's also, I think, another sort of another definition of how we've managed to make things work uh, over two really difficult years and we are coming up on two difficult years but you know finding a solution um and actually putting your putting yourself in the middle of the solution um i think has, has been a trait that i've seen um a great deal since i've come to this wonderful agency well you know we're we're, we're looking at another year we're, i think we're probably going to look at another year with um sort of you know the tail of, of COVID tends to wag. Um, but, you know, we're looking at the therapeutic now uh, in, in terms of what Pfizer are coming up with. Um, we're looking at maybe some evidence that these new uh, strains or variants aren't necessarily as strong as the next. We're developing in, uh, natural immunities. And uh, as a country, I think we're getting more and more people vaccinated. So that, to me anyway, is the optimistic side of, of 2022. Um, and, you know, we've, we've survived 20 and 21. I think we'll thrive and grow in 22. So, Jill, thank you so much for spending the, the, the last 20, 25 minutes with us. Um, and uh, it's, it's, uh, we both look forward to 2022. Thank you. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah.